guys. Welcome to the first episode of the Haunted Cafe. Are you excited, Emily? Kind of. I'm excited. <laughs> um, it is spooky season. It's actually Halloween. Yes, or it is. day before we're recording the the day before Halloween. But we're probably gonna be uploading it on Halloween. So Happy Hallows Eve. Yeah, so either way, happy Halloween. Yeah. Um so Part of this podcast is going to be us talking about the tea that we're drinking. Because mm-hmm. basically what we're going to be doing on here is sipping tea and talking about spooky stuff, right? Yep. <laughs> what, are you going to have an accent the whole podcast? I might put on a few accents here and there, but... <laughs> Alright, so uh, today we're going to be trying uh, Stash's Mango Passion Fruit Tea. It's... In, in case you guys didn't know what Stash was, I don't I don't know if it's like an actual oh. thing, but... Yeah, it's Stash, an actual, it's, like, tea company. We, we got one of those, like, random gift boxes for Christmas. I think you ordered that I ordered off of it Amazon you, yeah. to go for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they, they have, like, like so many different teas inside that box. It's actually really cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to try the Mango Passion Fruit. Um, it's caffeine-free. I'm not sure how much we're actually going to get into, like, talking about the tea and stuff. Yeah, we won't get too much into just it just because we're, we're not we're not teologists, so we don't really, really and know. And we know that most people are going to be here for the spooky stuff. But, you know. We sit here, drink our tea, and talk. <laughs> yep. So, just as a little, like, fun thing, the um, ingredients are rose hips, orange peel, lemongrass, hibiscus, sassflower, natural mango flavor, licorice root, citric, citric acid, and natural passion, passion fruit flavor. I can't talk. I don't know why we're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and and what, what flavor is it? Oh, it's mango, mango passion fruit. Mango passion fruit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, All right, let's so pour. This pouring of the tea, shall we? really hot i'm scared to touch it it's really clear tea i thought it was gonna be a lot cloudier than that but it is mango so why are you talking during the pour? oh sorry oh my goodness my turn to pour now you shush it <laughs> there we go now this tea is extremely hot. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm afraid uh, to drink it right away. Yeah, with us we're also recording these while we're talking. Yeah. Obviously. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah. We're gonna wait to let those cool because that's really hot. Yeah. I'm gonna grab some ice cubes though, so we can we can just put it in there. So, by the way, for people who don't know, if you want to cool something down really quick, you're not worried about it being too watery, you get like ice cube because I drink black coffee and that's what I do. I put like two ice cubes in there so I can just start drinking it. So I ain't gotta wait like an hour. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, while Alan's getting ice cubes, today we are going to talk about the origins of Halloween. It's actually a lot more um, destructive than I remembered hearing about. Because, you know, we'll get into it, but it's a lot more destructive. (laughs) Do you want any ice in yours? Uh, Yeah, I'll take one. You don't have nowhere near as much tea as me, so. Well, I didn't know how much was actually there, so I was like, I don't want to pour too many or too much. Too much tea. Yep. Don't want to. Overdo it on the team. <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right. So tell me this. This, this smells, pretty, smells pretty good. This story that you've come up with, it does smell really good. I well, gotta get the incense smoke out of my face. <laughs> and we lit incense because it's really relaxing. The incense we actually have is by Gonesh Sticks, and it's called Flowering Cactus. Extra oh, rich flowering cactus. I thought it was the jasmine. No, no, it's not the okay. jasmine. I really like that. Yeah, but the, I, I like this one. It's got a very nice, soft scent to it. Yep. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that. We'll talk about the tea and the incense we have later. Yep. I'm sure everyone would love to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try this tea since it's cool enough now. Mm. don't really taste too much mango. It's more green tea-y than anything. 
Yeah. Is it just a green tea? What is it? It just says caffeine free. Okay. It's herbal tea, so it's not a green yeah, tea. Just a regular tea. It's not bad. Though. Maybe it needed to sleep longer. Maybe. Or you know more packets. Maybe yeah, because it only came. It only comes. How many packs? Like one or two. Just one. Just one. Yeah. So it's not. It's going to be yeah. very weak tea. It's like for like single cup use almost. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, anyway, so let's get into the origins of Halloween. Yes. Let's. <sighs> to start the tale of Halloween, I must start with the Celts. I think that's how you pronounce it. Anyway, Celt or is it Celt? Celts, Celts. Okay. A lot of people will say it different. Because I don't want to say it wrong, I mean, but if I'm it, going to. Everyone's going to correct everyone on how it's actually supposed yep. to be pronounced. I'm just going to say Celts because, I mean, yeah. It's like, easier for me to say. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think there's a team, like a sports team called the Celtics or the Celtics. I don't think it matters. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, the Celts were a group of people who lived over 200 years ago in the area that is now known as Ireland. Well, it's your origin story. Yeah, yeah. This um, is my origin story. <laughs> here. So, they actually lived in Ireland, the, the United Kingdom, and Northern France. Hmm. So, I, which I didn't oui, know oui. that. I thought it was all, like, specifically Ireland. But, at one point in time, they were the largest group of people in ancient Europe. So, look at you, mm. Emily. I come from a large clan! <laughs> <laughs> um, in fact, they were made of... Um, Sorry, I read my notes wrong. <laughs> they were made of cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> the Celts were not one entire kingdom, like as most things were back then, but mm -hmm. they were made of like tinier tribes. So that's kind of where where the uh, Gaelic comes from, mm. like that language too. Like there's a bunch of different like ranges of Celts. So, mm. but they did share like the same culture and the same like d parts of languages. If that makes sense. Like, they had pieces of languages. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Celts celebrated the year by dividing it into four sections. Um, and they used, like, they had, like, fire celebrations that were going on each, like, each section. Yeah. It's basically big-ass bonfires. Okay. Four times a year. I don't mind that. We have cats, just so you guys know. So if you hear, like, meowing and scratching, it's because, you know... Yeah. They're just being kitties. <laughs> yeah, they don't know we're making a podcast. Now yeah. they're just going to make noise. Yeah. One, one of our cats is in heat because we have yet to get her fixed, so she's probably going to mm. be meowing really loudly. <laughs> but enjoy the kittiness. Yeah, right. So these fire celebrations would go on February, May, August, and November. And November being Sawin is how I learned to pronounce it. Okay, then. So uh, I'm going to... I'm probably going to mess it up, but Samhain, in the Celts' time, uh, they would light hearth fires in the family homes, so, like, you know, your actual, like, fireplace, mm -hmm. and then they would, um, they would let them burn out as they gather the harvest, kind of like, we're starting to gather everything, and then as time goes down, we're going to let it burn out oh, while okay. we're gathering. Mm -hmm. like, oh, by the way, for for the people who, uh, we're probably going to butcher a lot of words as we do this podcast. I can well, well, it's not. It's not only that you can't talk. It's just that. <laughs> it's not that you can't just talk. It's it's just there's a lot there's a lot of foreign words that are yeah. odd to pronounce. We would we do have to look up like every single word on like Google Translate and even Google. Like, I don't even think they say stuff right because they'd be talking about roads on Google Maps and they say a different name twice for the same road. So I yeah. have no idea what what it is. Uh, <laughs> all right. So yeah. So they would start a fire in their in their home fireplaces called a hearth and then they would let it burn out as like slowly dwindle down as they go and gather the harvest um after they fi finish gathering all the harvest the harvests 
mm-hmm. Harvis. <laughs> the Harvi. <laughs> <laughs> the whole community <sighs> would meet together and light a huge bonfire. Which, awesome. You know, they would use. They would actually use a wheel. That oh, would... I think uh, I, I was watching uh, a history uh, channel documentary on this. <sighs> Oh, poor kitty. Hold on, I gotta open the yeah. window for my cat. She's scratching at the blinds. I saw Regis. I saw Regis. But yeah, I think I was watching something on a YouTube, um, some sort of history channel thing. I, I forget what it was. But if you if you guys ever watched it, it's where like this this small group of people do like live action um, reenactments of how they mm-hmm. used to live and stuff like that. I forget what it's called, but I I, I know what you're Is talking about. Is it called about. like Living History or something? Living History, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I know I know what you're talking about when it comes to the wheel. I've seen that. But yeah, they would use a it, it, they would get like a big like wagon wheel, and somehow they would like spin it or something, and it would cause friction and actually spark the flames. I didn't watch. I should have watched like a video on it, but I didn't well, think I mean, it. I know on the on the Living History they tried doing it, and it and, and, and the work? wheel just broke down as they oh, tried really? rolling it. They had to like they had to carry the fire, I believe, down the hill just so it would like bring in the new harvest or whatever. Huh. <laughs> so, That's weird. Yeah. But um, the wheel was actually a representation of the sun and was mm-hmm. used with like along with like prayers. Oh, okay. Nice. So like you know, cause like how the whole the yeah. wheel of the seasons is like. Yeah. It's all one the big... circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was even going to say that. It's like one <laughs> big circle. Yeah. Um, cattle, of course, was sacrificed. Mm-hmm. And then they would take the pieces of the fire and they would bring it back to their houses. That's pretty cool. As kind of, you know, a circle. The yeah. fire died out there. So then they, you know, bring it around. Um, the Celts also believed that the barrier between the physical and the spiritual world would break down around this time hmm. giving like the ghosts and stuff access to our world or vice versa um yeah that's a, that's even why i put my notes giving a chance for humans and spirits to interact very nice uh, since the veil was believed to be very thin the celts would dress up as animals and monsters so that they were not kidnapped because they were <laughs> well you got to understand like in this point in time it was starting to get darker out earlier and longer. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was also yeah. starting to get colder. And, like, it started to get spooky. So they were like, you know, we have to protect ourselves from the unknown. Yeah. I think that also has to do with paganism, too. I think at one time pagans well, were doing is, something similar. It's pretty okay. It's It's kind of like, I think, I don't know if they were, like, the origins, but they were kind of, like, part of the starters. What, what made it happen, yeah, pretty yeah. much. It, it wasn't just a bunch of pagans being afraid of the night because it was getting darker sooner and they were sacrificing the animals so they can save themselves from it being dark too early, stuff like And that. also to save themselves for <laughs> yeah. the next harvest. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they also, they had a few monsters that they believed in. Um, and that they would roam around during this time because of the veil being thinner. Um, one, one was a shape-shifting creature called a... Puka? Puka? Like puka shell? Puka. Yeah. I even wrote a (laughs) enunciation or whatever. Because I was like, I'm going to call it like Pukia. Pukia or something like that. So it's called Puka. Puka. I choose you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Usually it is seen as a horse, a dog, a rabbit, a goat, or an old man. So it likes to change its, uh, you know. I'm just here walking in the spirit realm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Oh, no, that's a monster. I don't like it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> are, you, are you acting as it being scared yeah, of itself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it look, sees itself in the mirror. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it receive it also receives a small portion of the harvest to prevent mm. to prevent itself you know to prevent it, its wrath I guess. Oh, okay. But I don't really know what its wrath is because it kind of just like you kids better not make me angry. Shows up, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't read too too much into it. I probably should have, yeah. but maybe we'll cover it in a different episode. Get or off something. my lawn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, they also had to fear the Lady Gwyn. Um, she was a woman dressed in white. And she was known to be headless, evil, and vindictive. Which I don't, I don't know why. I didn't look it up. Showed off. But reminds me of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> wow. Evil and vindictive. <laughs> she was only headless after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, she would pretend to be lost. She would pretend to be a lost soul and would live. It would lure and chase men who were traveling at night. And she also had a little picky friend. I didn't get catch a it. little what? Yeah, it's a little pig. She would have like a little black. So is Wendy the Pooh without a head and piglet running around trying to kill people? What? Wouldn't that be a story? No, because she's a pig. Or she, she's not the How pig. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. No, she's Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get it now. Oh, them. <laughs> Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> as time went on, the fires became, like, more personal. People would have uh, the fires more closer to their house instead of, like, traveling. Like, the whole community gathering together. And, um, uh, and it would be... N- kind of like a symbol symbology to protect the family from fairies and witches like oh, okay. like it's yeah, also at the time where i think for uh, furries <laughs> furries <laughs> totally different subject <laughs> fairies were considered evil and now they have like good fairies oh and... yeah they're still evil though yeah i mean depends no. on who you ask it depends on what kind of fairy you're talking about too <laughs> the tooth fairy man yeah she's evil <laughs> yeah but like um, so basically the reason why they brought it closer to the house is so that way, um, one, you don't have to travel far at night and worry mm-hmm. about, you know, the creatures I was just telling you about, but then they don't also have to worry about witches and fairies too. Mm-hmm. So, um, as Christians, of course, big, I'm not hating on Christians, but they do step in a lot during history. Um, of <laughs> as they began to step into Ireland, churches attempted to redo, uh, Samhain as a Christian holiday. In the 5th century, Pope Boniface was the... I think that's how you pronounce it. I think it's Boniface. Boniface? Yeah. Was the first uh, to attempt to change the holiday. He changed it to May 13th and made it a day to celebrate saints and martyrs. It's basically only about, like, the good people and not, like, trying to worship everybody, which is kind of what Samhain was about. It was Mm -hmm. more so, like, just, like, a big celebration of the harvest and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, of course, you know... Uh, the Christians and stuff had to make it more like about worshiping the gods and the saints and stuff. So are we are we able to record as long as we want on this? Is yeah. there there's no cap to it? We just yeah. keeps going. Oh, okay, cool. I think so. I'm used to that. We'll figure it out. It's our first episode. So yeah. We we're figuring yeah, stuff yeah, out. Yeah. Figure it out as we go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but this didn't stop the celebrations in November. Um, people still lit the fires then because that's when you know they were known to do it. I don't know why he honestly changed it to May 13th, because it wasn't preventing anything. They were still having the fires the four times in the year, so, you know what I mean? Christians, Christians, Christians. <laughs> um, so in the 9th century, Pope Gregory um, moved the celebra- celebration back to October and November, because it didn't stop the fires, <laughs> um, but he called it All Saints Day, <clears throat> aka all, all the good Christian people. <laughs> 
And I'm not sure. getting, I'm not hating on Christians, but that's just what it seemed like. I find it funny how, like, like the uh, they were trying to, like, avoid evil spirits, and then the evil spirits just decide to disguise themselves as popes, and you're like, you know what, we're actually good, we're not evil. <laughs> but it's still symbolizing evil. Wow. <laughs> in but, its um, own right. <laughs> huh? I said, in its own right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that, that day, of course, happened November 1st, um, which I think it's still a holiday. I don't pay. I didn't pay attention to that. Um, I only put. I only pay attention to Halloween. Yeah. But I think All Saints Day is still is still a thing. No, I and then um, the next day, October or uh, November, ah. <laughs> <laughs> November second is All Souls Day. This day was the day that um, people would pray for the all the lost souls that were trapped in purgatory. So still, mm. once again, not praying for everybody, just no. praying for the people that they felt like needed it. Yeah, I guess. Um, along with the bonfires and the costumes, poor people would go door to door to the wealthier families and get soul cakes. And in exchange for praying for the souls of the homeowners' dead family members. Hmm. Um, this was called souling. Which, honestly, it's the newest or the earliest version of trick-or-treating. Interesting. Because, you know, you'd go door to door. It started off with cakes. It started off with poor, poor people going <laughs> door to door for cake. and then um eventually children would take this over Mm -hmm. and um to get food money and ale (laughs) (laughs) uh this was called guising it's g-u-i-s-i-n-g guising i think like disguise so guising probably guising that's Um, where the halloween costumes came in at (laughs) actually yeah yeah, Um, look at that (laughs) somewhat somewhat anyway they would dress up in costume and either sing a song recite a poem or tell a joke um, Chick or treat, smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care. I'll put down your underwear. Okay, with that note, we're going to cut real quick just yeah. because our camera is going to die. So we're yeah. just going to refresh it yeah. and then we'll be back. Bup. Okay, so while the camera is doing its business and we're getting it set back up, I think it's time for an ad break. Mm-hmm. Now, these ad breaks aren't. A usual ad break. No, this, this is not. We're we're not getting paid by this ad whatsoever. It's us. Yeah, it's our it's our ad. So. so some ads we might add that aren't us. We might like like speak about other channels like later on down the line that we find pretty cool mm-hmm. and interesting that you guys should check out. But for right now, we're gonna do ours. Yeah. So we also have a YouTube channel yes. called Snack Praisers. Yes. And uh, I'll leave a. I'll try and leave a link in the description or description show notes. If you can do whatever that. the heck they're called. You can. I just you okay. know. But, um, yeah, so what we do there is we basically test weird and random snacks. And we've Most, also... Mostly, mostly. Some of it's, I mean, it's like normal snacks that you find. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten to the weird, weird stuff yet. Yeah. Some of it's kind of odd, but later on down the line, we will have weird stuff. Yeah, and we've so. also been eating a lot of ramen, too. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's Snack Prisoners <laughs> isn't just, like, specifically snacks. Like, we, we plan on doing, like, meals later on down mm-hmm. the line. We have an H Mart near us where we're going to be grabbing a bunch of, like, oriental food and stuff like that and trying out the different ramens they have, the different Japanese candies and stuff like that so but yeah if you're interested in that uh the youtube channel is called snack praisers yes and once again it's snack praisers yes snack (laughs) praisers yeah i just want to make sure everybody can hear me those in the back snack praisers (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah hopefully you guys will check it out and you'll enjoy it and it's different from this content but you know and you get to see us in person yeah (laughs) well i mean not in person because we're not talking directly to you because a lot of the stuff is like recorded way beforehand but you know yeah you get the idea (laughs) anyway all right time to get back to the story yes 
Okay, so um, the next section I wanted to talk about is how did these traditions end up in America? Because, you know, like, ew, as far as I know, right now, it's only the Puritans and stuff like that have that have come to America. But actually, I'm so glad that you asked, Alan, because, you know, you definitely did ask. Oh, yeah, totally <laughs> asked. Um, Irish and Scottish immigrants began coming. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, Irish and Scottish immigrants began coming began coming to America in the nineteenth century. That's a different kind of video. <laughs> in the nineteenth century. Um so yeah, all your relatives came over here. Um actually they're my relatives too a little, yeah, a bit, little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um they were looking for an escape from the potato famine famine, which Alan didn't think was real. I didn't think it was real for some reason. reason it popped into my head like <laughs> about a week ago. I asked, I was like, was the potato famine real or is that just something that popped into my head for some reason? Like, I'm getting, like, PTSD as if I've gone through it. <laughs> uh, in the early 20th century, the Irish and Scottish communities brought their customs, such as souling and guising, to the U.S. Then in the 1920s, things changed and not for the better. Um, in Ireland, boys would make turn-up jack-o'-lanterns. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they would drag the cabbages on string through the fields to scare people. So these are kind of like the pranks that they did, What did, What did dragging cabbages through a field to scare people? I don't know. Do anything? That's what I didn't Was it understand. supposed to look like like a rolling head or something? Or maybe just like if it's corn, it like shakes the, um, shakes the, the stalks or whatever. Maybe. And I mean, like, you could just do that with your hands. There was no need for the cabbage. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really understand it. Maybe they're standing on like one side of the field. And oh, like, yeah. And then you know, they're pulling, they're pulling the string. Yeah, well, that would make sense. Yeah. Huh. I didn't and they're really... pulling it through like aggressively to freak people out. <laughs> I didn't really understand that because I was like, where are these people when this is happening? <laughs> you you know, know? We should try this out one day we just could. to see how it works. Like if we could find a cornfield that we could use, which I highly doubt because the farmers are like, no, get out of my corn. But, I mean, if we just went up to a farmer and be like, hey, we want to. Pull a cabbage through your cornfield. <laughs> I'm sure they'll let us. If any pieces fly off, it'll make good fertilizer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so I didn't understand that, but hmm. glad we talked about it. Yeah. Um, the, Scot the Scots would actually light up a cabbage stalk. So, like, set it on fire. Oh, wow. And then they would smoke out people's stunk. houses. Yeah, Jeez. it did stink. Wow. They would put... So, like, what... Cause like all of my all of my information came from the History Channel, oh, so okay. like what they did, what they would say was they would basically like stick it through their keyhole. Oh jeez. In their doors and yeah. like all the smoke, all this like horrible incense smoke, <laughs> would um like go into the house and it would stink it up. Almost like lighting yeah. a bag of poop on fire. Kind of, except not as nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It probably smells pretty bad because cabbage freaking stinks. Yeah, so. I really don't like the taste or smell. I don't mind the taste. I just can't stand the smell. Yeah. <laughs> um, in America, the tricks were almost endless. They would put farm farmers' wagons and their livestock on barn roofs. How? So you just take a whole freaking goat and just put it on the roof. <laughs> yeah, you just, just pick up a whole cow. I always feel so and just bad. Put it on the roof. Cause like this is at night, so you put yeah. them on the roof and they're either a going to jump down and hurt themselves, or they're going to stay up gonna there. They're going to be stuck up there. And then, then, then as soon as the farmer walks out, hey, hey, mm -hmm. get me down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These two freaking kids, man. <laughs> um, they would uproot vegetables, which kind of sucks because it's yeah, like because you're messing you with know, people's money livelihood. At that point. Yeah. yeah. And um, they would also tip over um, outhouses, even if someone was inside. That's still something that yeah. goes on these days. It's Jeez. so gross. 
Um, Man, when, when I came here to New Jersey, <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> um, Halloween actually became also known as gate night because little kid, not little kids, but like teenagers, they would actually take the gates off the hinges and allow livestock to escape. Hmm. So it actually became like known as it, like, it, it happened so often that wow. it became a, known as uh, gate night. Halloween actually up, actually went through a bunch of different like labels. No wonder people were trying to cancel for so long. Yeah. <laughs> um, the invention of the cow, uh, the car, not cow, <laughs> allowed. <laughs> this thing just popped into my head when I was sleeping one night. What was it? I don't know. It just made a sound like. <laughs> we should make it. <laughs> uh, the invention of the car allowed more pranks to start, such as. Removing manholes from the street, uh, deflating tires, and putting up fake detour signs. So, like, mischief night. Yeah, that's basically what it was, but it was Halloween night. Because at this time, there wasn't any, like, trick-or-treating going on. Yeah, You know, so instead of going door-to-door looking for, um, you know, looking for candy, they would go prank people. They're going door-to-door looking for trouble. (laughs) <laughs> yep. As cities became larger, pranks became more destructive. Of course. Um, they set fires, broke glass, and even tripped people. Um, they would splatter flour on people that were like just walking down the street. Almost and, like um, how kids do nowadays with paintball guns. Only this was like ten times worse. Cause, I mean, not ten times worse, but oh, less. Like, pa- you've been smacked by paintball. <laughs> I would say probably less painful because, yeah. like, literally, you're just walking up and like throwing flour at people, whereas like the paintball, it's, it's hitting, hitting you and explodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Kansas City, you, uh, youths uh, whack streetcar tracks, causing one of them, one of the streetcars, to like go off rail and actually hit another car, seriously hurting the conductor. Wow. Yeah. So, basically, as technology advanced, so did their pranks. Because, you know, they thought of more ways to mess with people. And nowadays, Elon Musk is giving YouTubers flamethrowers. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was for a little bit. I don't know if he's doing it anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, just Dustin, who, well, who had a flamethrower from Elon Musk. Like, he bought it. Like, people are like, even the Dangy Bros, they yeah. bought a flamethrower. But they're not they're, they're not, not using it for anything bad, yeah. but who knows if somebody else had that kind of In money the they could hands. yeah, they could yeah. really do some effed up stuff. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> I don't even I don't I don't know if it's just like strictly for YouTubers or not, but <laughs> um people started getting upset by these pranks obviously oh, yeah. and um in 1902 the cook county herald in arlington heights illinois said and i quote we would advise the public to load their muskets or cannon with rock salt or bird shot and when trespassers invade your property at unseeming hours upon mischief bent Pepper them good and proper so they will be cured good. and have no further taste for such tricks. Good. <laughs> they literally want them to shoot kids. You know, it's it's funny, too. I mean, too, it's because, understandable. They're yeah. not hurting them. I mean, they're hurting them, but it's not, like, injuring, like, I mean, it's injuring. killing them. Yeah, it's not um, killing them. That's you know. But, like, like, that's funny, too, because like, even on Mischief Night, I'm a very paranoid person. Mm-hmm. So, on Mischief, I you know me on Mischief yeah. Night. I get, I get ready for the worst. Plus, nothing has ever happened. No, nothing has ever <laughs> happened, but you never know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm loading up my airsoft guns. I'm, I'm getting, like, all kinds of bludgeoning weapons ready. Like, I'm ready to hurt somebody. 
Like yeah. there's one one group of people I told you about that one of the mischief nights that I did where I was I was living with my stepdad at the time they were going up to the doors and like ringing and knocking on the doors hard as hell. They're so just I, having fun. Yeah, well, you know when it's two o'clock in the morning and then you're banging on the door loud as hell for no reason whatsoever, you're gonna expect to get shot at. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I pulled out my airsoft gun and I just chased them down the street, cursing them out like lighting them up and everything. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> um, I remember. I don't even think this was mischief night. I think it was just like one night but the kids in our neighborhood put so much nasty stuff in yeah. our mailbox it wasn't even funny and then we had to clean it out That's so gross. like it, it you know yeah I, I am not one of those people to mess with on mischief night let's I'm put like, it that way no. <laughs> which tonight's mischief night i know <laughs> so you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i'm getting ready uh-huh <laughs> So, um, in 1907, Franksters in Tucson, Arizona, stretched, Tucson. A, yeah, stretched a wire across the sidewalk to, tra- to trip passengers. Wow. Um, passengers, passerbys, yeah, same passerbys. thing. Passerbys, passengers. Um, <laughs> yeah. One pedestrian was thrown to the ground, and they actually drew a gun and killed one, killed one of the jokesters. Well, and I mean, that's like understandable. Kids. Well, I mean, but still, I mean, yeah, like, I understand, but, but it's really messed up, though. I mean, it is messed up, but guess what? You had it coming. I mean, yeah. maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't have died per se, but mm. you're gonna get. I mean, I'm just a violent person. Well, I, guess. I don't know though. <laughs> if I'm walking down the street and I get tripped, I'm not gonna like go shoot somebody because it's not. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, I'm gonna be like, did I trip on my own foot? Because you know that happens all the time. So, and then also that same year in Long- Logansport, Indiana, a woman's heart stopped. After her daughter answered the door to a group of boys who thrust a grinning pumpkin in her face. Which, I'm like, a little dramatic. But, yeah. <laughs> but she, I'm sure she had, like, problems. Yeah, she probably like, had problems. It's like, just... It's just, oh, like, oh I, here's a pumpkin. And then, like, you it, know... It wasn't, no, here's a pumpkin. It was more like a... Ah, ah, yeah. Pumpkin! Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, I... It I wasn't, it wasn't so gently, hey, pumpkin! It was a, <laughs> fuck you, pumpkin! <laughs> Like, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we're going a little bit back in time, but back in um, October 1879, so like I said, a little bit farther back, mm-hmm. uh, 200 boys hit along the train tracks in Newport, Kentucky as they placed a stuffed body figure on the tracks. Wow. When the train came through, the engineer slammed his brakes. He jumped out and rushed to help the the figure, only to find out that it was a horrible Halloween prank. He wasn't even really mad. The wow. thing, though. Because he remembered pulling those same pranks when he was a kid. Yeah. So he couldn't even be mad. Which <laughs> I I'm mean, like... I mean, I understand that. Like, if they're like, well, I was stupid, you know, kids will be kids, which is yeah. a freaking thing that I cannot... I do not understand why that's a thing now. But, at the same time, it's like... You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean... That, that to me seems more serious than, uh, serious of a prank than like just ringing a doorbell and thrusting a pumpkin in somebody's face. Yeah. Though. Well, I mean, it depends. If, if, if like, like, you, it like could you. cause more damage though. Yeah, but you, you scare very easily. Yeah, I do. Like very, very easily. Yeah. <laughs> so if somebody came up to the door, if you didn't have a little peephole to look through in that door, <laughs> yeah. and you just open it, and then I would someone be slamming the door. Yeah, you'd be slamming the door. Your heart would be racing. <laughs> you'd be shaking. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I don't know what that noise was, but okay. <laughs> um, and then things only got worse as the U.S. went into the Great Depression. Um, the Great Depression was the worst economic downturn in the history of the U.S., lasting from 1929 to 
Um, it started after the stock market crashed in of October in October nineteen ninety. Or sorry, nineteen twenty nine. I was gonna say nineteen ninety. Um, what? Yeah, I, I lived in the depression. What? <laughs> um, I'm not gonna go like fully into the details because yeah, you know, that's a whole other history book. Yeah, so. but um, basically what happened was consumer consumer like good slowed because of unemployment because unemployment had risen um co- causing unsold goods um hmm. to that just sounds like what's going on now honestly. to just pile up oh wow and um the, which that caused factory production to slow down yeah which is going on right now caused more people to lose their jobs which, which is going on right now <laughs> raised unemployment yep um on october 24th 1929 um to 12.9 million shares and investors began selling overnight over, I'm sorry I messed it up on October 24th 1929 investors began to sell overpriced shares uh, causing the crash uh, at at that night like that time they sold 12.9 million shares which oh, wow. is like record-breaking mm-hmm. um, this was called Black Thursday and then five days later on October 29th Black Tuesday, 16 million shares were traded that day. Wow. Um, shares ended up uh, being worthless at that point because I, I don't really understand it fully, but it's either because so many shares were being swapped at that time, it literally just caused everything to go under. Hmm. Uh, I'm not really good with like money or anything like that, so yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really understand the full like aspect, but I do understand like what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, so during the Great Depression, because it was 1929 to 1939, um, the Halloween of 1933 became known as Black Halloween. Um, hundreds Sounds of, like a typo negative song. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> hundreds of teens flipped over cars, sawed off telephone, telephone poles, and broke glass. They wow. also started fires. So, like, this is, like, the most destructive it has ever been. Like, yeah, you know, few people have died few people have died some damage has happened but this is like the most you know Mm -hmm. fires are being started now wow yeah um some cities can seriously considered banning halloween which Which obviously (laughs) but i mean it's kind of understandable yeah at that point yeah (laughs) yeah but uh this forced parents to become become creative uh they started organizing trick-or-treating um costume costume contests costume parades Oh, okay. I can't talk. Pretty much pretty much just to keep uh, the keep kids' minds busy. off things. Just yep. keep them busy so they don't get bored and start mm-hmm. getting destructive. And a uh, fun fact, the first full-running Halloween parade was actually in Allentown, PA in 1905. My town, PA. So this, <laughs> this was even, like, way before the Great Depression. They oh, wow. were already doing Halloween parades. Hmm. So it seems like it was already a thing. Yeah. Just yeah. no one actually, like, organized one. Yeah. So, hmm. um, yeah, they also came up with haunted houses. Awesome. Yeah. Um... <laughs> They describe the haunted houses like this. Um, hang old fur, strips of raw liver on the walls, where one feels his way to dark steps. Weird moans and howls come from dark corners. Damp sponges and hair nuts hung from the ceiling to touch his face. <laughs> you know, so, like, you know they how were many, getting really you know, creepy You know how then. many people would be freaked out by that? Like, I would especially, be freaked out. Like, especially with the way everyone is now, when, like, everyone's, like, highly susceptible to anything, mm-hmm. really. And, like, just walking to and all of a sudden you just get smacked in the face with a wet wig. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or, like, touching liver on yeah, the wall like, or something. Like, <laughs> Ugh, like, yeah, like, Halloween... Halloween houses now are spooky, but yeah, Halloween houses back then, back then, I'm scared. <laughs> Halloween houses back then were just like, 
Like it was uh, directly oh, to course. the point. There was no, yeah. there's no decorating. It's like you're touching that liver and that wet wig. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that sponge and stuff. Yeah. Like and that sponge. Get it, you know. <laughs> like the Eastern State Penitentiary. That's not. It's not even that scary. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I want to go there. Yeah. I told uh, you, not I... during Halloween though. So I'm, <laughs> I'm terrified of spooky yeah. stuff. Well, I, I, I like spooky like, stuff. No so. thanks. That's I, I. I remember I told you I got hugged by a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of those <laughs> one of those people that have like those really tall tree costumes on still. So I, I I don't I don't get scared in haunted houses. I don't. I just don't because I, I know it's fake. So it's like it's not going to scare me. So I, I walked by this giant tree and I was I was like whoa. I was like, can I have a hug? And I got a hug. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh. All right. So, there's Alan's haunted house story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, even though Halloween became calmer with all of this stuff going on, um, mm. the trouble didn't end completely. Um, kids still wanted the candy and the treats with trick-or-treating, but they also wanted to cause their mischief, which, you know, it's understandable. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't really break kids of bad habits, I guess. No, I mean, that's not really what I them. mean. But I mean, like, you know, they've done it for so long, they're still going to want to cause that mischief. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what I meant. So that adrenaline pumping feeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's where um, mischief night comes in. Hmm. So they moved it to the night before Halloween. Interesting. Um, and which I thought was pretty cool. They actually call it Goosey Night in New Jersey, which is where okay. we're from. So uh, I don't know what why it's called Goosey Night, but oh, did you get the gooseys? <laughs> You sounds like something oh, that should have been made in London. Yeah, yeah, I didn't well, think about that. Yeah, that's what that's what. No, like. I'm serious. I... It, sounds, it sounds like it was something that was made in London or something. Did you get the goosies? I think that's what they call it, and they don't Maybe. call them goosebumps. They call them goosies. Maybe. Goosey I'm night. pretty sure I've seen like like TikTok videos about that. Let us know. I don't know if there's going to be any comments wherever uh, no, you it, post. Yeah, probably not. Because I know Spotify doesn't. But no. if you see this on YouTube, comment. Yeah. Because yeah, we are definitely. posting these on YouTube. Definitely. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. Now, the damage went, wasn't anything to me compared to what it was. Yeah. Um, basically, they would just do, like, soaping the windows. Um, they were cleaning people's houses. <laughs> yes. Spraying, from, from destroying, destroying them Destroying them, them, cleaning them. <laughs> um, spraying uh, shaving cream, which I don't, probably on windows and stuff, too. Um, yeah. Throwing eggs and tossing toilet paper. So, basically, to what, 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 what it now. is now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it got... The only place, or not the only place, but it seemed to get really bad in De- Detroit, Michigan, um, where fires actually kept going. Jeez. Um, during the 1970s and 80s, so we kind of like took a big jump. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween night was set ablaze in Detroit because people would set trash cans on fire, Ew. old buildings on fire, dumpsters on fire. Um, Ew. Yeah, basically whatever they could find. <laughs> Was it those environmentalist movement guys that would just no. light stuff on fire so that way it wouldn't be littered? No, they never set anything on fire. No? The move people oh. that, that oh. Bailey talked about? Oh, I don't know. No, they never set anything on fire. Not no. that I know of, anyway. Um, but no, these were kids. Like, these were, like, yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Well, I mean, still, they're still something. They're not helping the, the <laughs> ecosystem, but they're helping the, uh, <laughs> the environment by setting trash on fire. They're, they're, they're kind of cleaning up the streets. They're getting rid of old buildings. You know, they're forcing people to knock them down to rebuild <laughs> for new places. You know what I mean? They were kind of helping. Sure, Alan. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in, the ni- in 1984 itself... 800 fires were set in a three-night arson spree. Jeez. Um, yeah. I got so. something in my eye. Oh, it hurts. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, Detroit actually responded to this by creating a dawn-till-dusk curfew for kids under the age of 18. Huh. So, 
it actually seemed to help because they also had a city a city watch that would have garden ho hoses ready in case anything like you know any fire fire started. Um, more I thought than, they were spray the kids down. I was like, yeah, you, go you, to you, bed. Freezing to death. <laughs> go to bed, squirt squirt. <laughs> I'm not a cat. <laughs> All right, and then and, um, there were actually thirty thousand, if I'm reading this number correctly. 30,000 people actually participated in patrolling the city in the 1990s. So, like, this was still going on even wow. in the 90s. Um, so, speaking of the 90s, we're going to take an ad break. Actually, the camera's just dying, so we're going to switch that out. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a second. <laughs> All right. So, now the camera's recording again. For some reason, it went crooked. Unless it's always been crooked. <laughs> That's okay. Y'all are okay. Anyway, so um, now we're going to talk about Halloween in the 1990s. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost everybody's going to know what I'm talking about here, except uh, for the younger generation. Because honestly, yeah. I'm 25, and I barely remember the 90s, but yeah. I was born in 96. So. so you're not a 90s baby. Uh, no, I didn't never said I was. Yeah, well, I said no. that I don't remember it. Ugh. Okay, just ugh. <laughs> I was born in 92, so I was raised in the <clears throat> 90s. Good for you. Thanks. But <laughs> I feel like Halloween really like kicked off in the nineties. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because like you know before the, I mean I don't know how it was in the eighties and seventies, but I feel like nineties like there were movies coming out. There mm -hmm. was the the McDonald's like Halloween buckets. They were oh, coming yeah. out. Yeah, the buckets. Um, well, I mean I think a lot of the Halloween movies came out in the eighties. Yeah. Well, yeah, like so, Friday Thirteenth and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like Freddy and Crew, Freddy, uh, blah, Freddy, blah, blah, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm -hmm. uh, Halloween. Yeah. Pinhead, I think, came out in the 80s. I don't remember. I don't know. But there was quite a few Halloween movies in the 80s. I think 90s is where all like it started well, to become Scream, fun. Scream, I think, came out in 96. Oh, I don't know. One of them. Yeah. Ghostface. Yeah. But so I, at least I feel he like, had, there was some. Yeah, yeah I, I feel I feel like uh, the old Halloween movies in the 80s were a lot more scary-based than they oh, were yeah. cool-based. And like the 90s kind of like dulled down the scariness to make like really, really enjoyable movies. Like, like Hocus uh, Pocus yeah, like came Hocus out in the Pocus. 90s. Uh, the I Nightmare the for Craft? Christmas, I think, came out in the 90s, late 90s. Maybe. I but, don't remember. But yeah, it, they started coming out with really cool Halloween movies in the 90s. Yeah, it, like I said, I feel like that the 90s like embraced Halloween. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, so, the 80s helped kick it off. Yeah, so just as like a little fun thing, I found this um, website where it's um, 15 things from 90s Halloween. That we all that, fondly remember. That we all fondly remember. So I'm going to read them off. Yeah. And have Alan fondly remember his childhood because okay. I don't remember nothing. Okay. So full size. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So full size candy bars. No, I mean, they don't make full size candy no. bars anymore. No, they make those little mini. Like, we just got Halloween candy and they're really tiny things. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only that, like, full size candy bars are expensive now, but even the full size candy bars now are not actually full size candy bars because yeah. they're split in half. That's not a full size candy okay, bar. Okay, Alan. We <laughs> just upset me. him. <laughs> it bothers me. <laughs> All right. Um, number fourteen is window clings and full size door coverings. Yeah. So yeah. like those are still a thing. The pictures that they're showing are like the old vintage. Like, oh, the furry! Oh my god! The vintage the furry, like, little pumpkins. furry pumpkins that have the felt on them and stuff like, like that. Like the happy little pumpkins. I can't tell you how many stuff. of those yeah. my mom actually had throughout the yeah. house. That was awesome. I was I good to see that. <laughs> we call we call them vintage, but they're not vintage. No, they're not. They're not 90s. Mean, they're, now they're vintage. Some but, of them, them. Some yeah. some of them yeah. are. They're more but. retro. They're retro. And I remember the um, foam, not foam, they're not foam, but they're like plastic pieced um, decorations. What do you mean? Because like, there's a lot. They're like, 
like things that you stick in the ground, but they're like foam little, or not foam, they're like plastic little, I don't know how to describe them. I'd have to look them up. They're like, they make a cat, but like it's made out of like little tiny pieces of plastic that was. Oh, oh, the drips. The drips. drips maybe? Are, they did it with Santa Claus a lot in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got like the, the really like. Uh, the uh, hard plastic pokey Santa Claus thing that they would come out you, in the on 90s YouTube, Christmas. On YouTube, I'll post a picture. You're not going to be able to see it, podcasters, but um, yeah. I'll, I'll show you on, on YouTube. Yeah. I remember those. Those yeah. might be a 2000s thing. That might be a 2000s thing, honestly, because I don't think they showed up till later. Because that pumpkin with the cat and everything yeah. with the bright smiles, that was mm-hmm. definitely 90s. Yeah. Um, I think that it might have started off in the 80s just because they look a lot older than what the 90s should have been. But... Mm-hmm. Um. Google Doodle's first Halloween theme actually occurred in 1999. I don't know. And what it that was is. two pumpkins. So like you know how. Oh, they do oh okay, nice. Yeah. So that happened um 1999. I, that. I thought that happened way later. Me hmm. too. Okay. Um, scream costume craze. So we were just talking about scream. Yeah, we were just so like about scream, face. Yeah. Yep. Um, the year 1996. So my birthday is when it came out. <laughs> um. It's still honestly, Scream's really popular now. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's they're still re- coming they're, out. Yeah. It is. I think they're coming out with a new movie soon, and they also have it in Call of Duty, or whatever that game is that has all the scary characters. I think it's Call of Duty because oh. Scream, like, they have like some sort of DLC for like Call of Duty to where like you oh, yeah, you yeah. like you hunt down all the scary characters or something. I hate Call of Duty, so I don't know what it is. <laughs> Call of Duty is so they're trying to reach so hard to everything now; it's unreal. That's a whole other story. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, another another uh, thing is the Halloween commercials that used to come on. The Halloween commercials are always funny so as hell. Like, um, <laughs> What's yeah. it showing as a photo? Uh, Pizza Head Halloween. Let me see. I don't know what that is. Oh, the, I, I think he, he had like uh, he had like a high pitched voice or something like that. I hey. think that's what it was. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm Pizza Head. <laughs> oh, it was like it was like going after the whole claymation thing. I wasn't oh, around no. here, really. Oh, that oh, one. I think it was trying Clay to mock. Or whatever yeah, his, yeah. His name, Something Mr. Like that. Doe, or I yeah, don't Mr. Doe. Remember. I think I think they were trying to imitate that with Maybe. the uh, the pizza thing. Well, we got five minutes, guys. So okay, yeah, we got five go minutes. Quick. So we we might have to do a part two to this. But, uh, but, um, <laughs> so it does limit us to an hour. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, because <laughs> like other podcasts go on for like two hours or more. Yeah, so. yeah they, they probably piece it next to each other. Alrighty. So but anyway, so real quick. Uh, number 10 is cereals with Halloween themes. Yeah, like Boo Berry, yeah, Count Chocula. They have, they have those. The Ghostbusters. <laughs> Frankenberry. Yep. Um, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. I do remember that. I don't remember I that. I vaguely remember that. Um, plastic Pumpkins. Plastic Pumpkins are still that huge happened, to this day. That supposedly started in the 90s. Really? Damn, yep. I didn't know that. Um, wow. TV specials with Halloween episodes. Yes. So, like, they're showing the Friends... Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm-hmm. um, Friends, Home Improvement, Boy Meets World. Yep, yep, yep. All of those. Home Improvement. Now, Home yeah. Improvement was a really funny show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, photos in Candy Mountain, which I don't know what that meant, it's but like, candy uh, Mountain, they would Charlie? collect so much candy that they would end up taking a photo while standing in the middle of the oh. candy. I maybe maybe that's that. where that whole unicorn <clears throat> Candy Mountain. Charlie thing came from. Maybe. So it's an old video from like the early 2000s. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, um, Hocus Pocus That's yes. obviously a thing. We yeah. just talked about it. Yep. Um, McDonald's Halloween Happy Meals. And yes. they're like 
the little Plastic glowy buckets. buckets. Yep. Yep. I also remember the little tiny little uh little fidget toys that you would get with them. The little they were especially little chicken nuggets. I think those were also the nineties. But they had like they were it's a solid like, plastic and they had like costumes costume on. Oh. Yeah. And I, I had I had so many of those when I was a kid. It was unreal. Okay. <laughs> huh. uh, I think that was the nineties. That might have been the early two thousands. I don't, I don't remember. know actually. But um, I do remember those Happy Meal boxes though. Number three, <laughs> number three. I'm just trying to rush yeah, a little I know, bit. I know. Um, number three is stu- Universal Studios Horror Nights. Oh, okay. So that started in the nineties too. Wow. Yep. Okay. Hell houses started in the nineties. Hmm. So like, instead of the standard like haunted house, it's a hell house, which were like, hmm. it's attractions run by various church organizations to scare the hell out of the guests. They focus church. M- wow. Okay. They focus more on real life scenarios dealing with sin and the afterlife. Oh well. They were controversial <laughs> for its graphic nature. Which, yeah. It's but, church. <laughs> but quickly grew into one of the more popular things to do during the Halloween time of year. Wow. So it's like, let's go to this church where they're going to try and make us repent our sins. But we're yeah. just going for fun. Yeah, we're just going to go for fun. <laughs> and then number one is Elvira. Really? Of course yeah. Elvira would be number one. But the big titty did, goth girl. Of course she'd be She did one. root beer, decor's light, oh, wow. um, commercials. Um <laughs> Yeah. I never really had a thing for Elvira. I always thought she was kind of she was kind of odd. I didn't like her. Wow. <laughs> but all right, well, that yeah, so was the top fifteen, 15 of, of yes. our child. Or I wouldn't. I wouldn't child. mind. I wouldn't mind having this as just an entire episode. Just talk yeah. about the nineties. That'd be. We really could cool. do that definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is just kind of the first podcast. We were just kind of having fun with it. Um, is there any more left? No, or? that's it. Oh, that was it. Yep. Oh, okay. So we did I finish just in the time. 90s. Yeah. Oh. Nice, cool. So the top, the next episode, I think I'm going to be talking about the Jersey Devil, <laughs> which I have read so much about it, and I'm, I think everybody will really like it. Yeah. Um, this podcast is basically just going to be talking about creepy stuff, weird stuff, mm-hmm. myths, legends. Whatever we feel yeah. like talking about. Yeah. And we, we might come up with other podcasts talking about specific, specific, specific <laughs> subjects just to, you know, put our names out there a little bit more. But mm-hmm. but uh, thank you guys for listening. Please be sure to check in on the next episode. Yeah. And thanks for visiting. Yeah, let, let, let people know about us. Sorry, go ahead. Thanks for visiting what? <laughs> <laughs> Cut me off and stuff for the outro. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let people know about us, and uh, thanks so much for visiting the Haunted Cafe. Sorry. (laughs) Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. (laughs) See you guys in the next one.